Welcome to Drinking Bros. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Drinking Bros Podcast. Yeah, we're going to add some clapping in post. It's so much fun. God, the, cr- the crowd. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the clapping in post. God, the crowd is going to go wild. The crowd is going to go wild for that. Uh, tonight's podcast is sponsored by Lead Slinger's Whiskey, the greatest whiskey in the land. Uh, it'll also add three inches to your dick, which is good for me because I gave three inches away about 12 years ago. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I'm getting the three back. As well as at night she cries while he rides his steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. It is in stores everywhere and on Amazon. This podcast is for everybody who believes in drinking, fighting, and fucking. Uh, If you don't believe in those things, this podcast isn't for you. You should probably shift over to Lena Dunham's. Whatever the fuck the name of her podcast is, so just listen to that shit. Just, I think it's called Wet and Afraid, but we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's called uh, I'm Overweight, I Want to Expose Myself, Then I Want to Shame the Internet for Shaming Me. It, it, it's called Bath Salts in the Oxygen, oxygen Channel. Oh, God. Yeah, I, hey, guys, no lie, she has a podcast. It just started. Of course she does. And, and I literally saw it was in the top ten. And I don't know what the term is for, for vomiting and diarrheaing at the same time, but th- it, that's what it made me want to do. That's called a that's called a shook, Ross. It's a shit puke. Yeah, a, sh- a shook or a Oprah Winfrey, whichever one you want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got multiple names. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, you know, it happens a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it happens all the time. Um, so I, this is the place if you guys want to come have a few drinks have a few laughs and shake off the day. Uh, we are joined by Matt Best, Jared Taylor, uh, Rocco. Are we just going by Rocco now, kind of like Cher or Madonna. Yeah, I mean we we went ahead and eliminated the other two. I mean it's one syllable. You are like Cher or Madonna, right? Like I I would be too scared to ask for your last name. You're a big motherfucker, man. Uh, yeah, you are you are a huge name. fucking guy, and it's like I, Rocco fits so well. It, you literally don't want to ask what the last name is. I know it's <laughs> look. I know it's Vincent Vargas because we're friends. But I don't know if on the street you just go by Rocco. Uh, like if somebody looks at your wife weird, or if you're like, oh no no, I'm Vincent Vargas. Like I'm trying to tone down more like Green Mile style. <laughs> Yeah, when I meet the kids' parent, like the kids' teachers, it's it's Vincent Vargas, and then everyone else, it's fuck you, Rocco. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's fucking it's fucking Rocco, uh, and a lot of it, <laughs> and it's funny that that it's Rocco because it's a super Italian name for a very very Mexican dude. You, you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm really looking forward to that moment in in our lives where he either gets arrested or whatever there is, and it reads on an official police report, possible alias is Rocco. <laughs> it, it's pretty drug cartel of, and I like it and it makes it even funnier that used to be a federal agent so or you sound like an extra in, in a mobster movie like Goodfellas what's what's everybody drinking tonight so let's start off with that Matt Matt Best what are you drinking tonight um you know based off of my alcoholism I'm the only one here with whiskey as we speak I am drinking some American whiskey tin cup out of Colorado which is one of my staples Honestly, that couldn't be any more fucking American if George Washington delivered it himself. Like, that, that's fucking amazing. Jared, what are it's you drinking? It's like Frosty the Snowman's blowing a load in my mouth when I sip on it. That's yeah. how good it is. <laughs> oh, mm. It's disgusting. I think Frosty was a German tale, though. I don't know if that's American. 
Jared, what are you drinking, buddy? I've got a Shiner Black Lager. Ooh. <laughs> he always bets on black. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes it stout and thick in his mouth. So Listen, I like to not be disappointed, so I always go with black. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And what? And Vin, Vincent Vargas, a.k.a. Rocco, what is Rocco drinking tonight? Or what is, uh, or what is Vincent a, Vargas drinking tonight? Yeah. Well, today I got this Samuel Adams. It's a Rebel IPA. It's a uh, 6.5 percentage alcohol. It's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty rough. Actually. Yeah, it's a Rebel, Rebel IPA. I, uh, I gave him that tonight, and I, I don't know if he's enjoying it, but it'll get him fucked up quick, which is nice. We're going all in, boys. Oh, what about you, boy. Mr. Patterson? Uh, tonight, I, I'm drinking a Wilmington, North Carolina favorite. Uh, there, there's a place called Wilmington Homebrew here. It is called the Sneaky Goose. The ABV on it says it says 10 or 11. Uh, I go hard in the paint every single night out, so uh, I go with a high. I, I go with the highest ABV. I'm I'm literally like I'm one of those drinkers that is so. Just how do I get fucked up the fastest? I don't really like the taste and all that shit. Like it's it doesn't really like. Oh man, I really like that. You know, it's carb to get wasted ratio. You can drink fifty Coors Lights, but then look at all those carbs you're getting. Even with light beer, you go for the stouts, the ones over seven percent, and then uh, you're hitting uh, Homeland real quick. Real story. I had an ex girlfriend that used to call me the sneaky goose. It was something I used to do in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it involved more than one knuckle. That's what I'm curious about. It involved the shampoo. Oh god, <laughs> dude, you never use shampoo. It's always conditioner. Yeah, it's never. You got to use conditioner. Shampoo burns, bro. Shampoo burns. Yeah, look. That's I mean, we color. we've all been pegged at one point, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, is that the term? Dude, I love, oh, man. Uh, Merlin on set, it, it told me what that was, pegging. By the way, he's referring to Jesse Merlin. We just finished a movie collectively called Range 15 that is out next summer. Uh, you might have seen one or two Facebook posts about it. Just, just one or two. Uh, he's referring to an actor named Jesse Merlin, uh, who is maybe my favorite homosexual on the planet. Uh, lo- love that guy more than life itself. He went into a graphic description of pegging, and, w- and what did he tell you? Essentially, I didn't know that there was a specific term for a female using a strap on on a dude. Uh, it was it was vulgar. It was it was one of those conversations like a car crash where you, you wanted to stop listening but you had to keep listening. Mm. So, <clears throat> thanks for that, Jesse. Uh, I'll, I'll sleep peaceful at night for that. See, I thought that was normal. <laughs> Pegging is is pegging is a lot like uh, you'll never forget where you were. It's like the JFK shooting. Whenever somebody <laughs> tells you about your first, like, oh shit, wait, pegging? What the fuck is pegging? That yeah, but you, you know you what never pisses me it. off? You, it, it, what makes me mad is when that one that one dude at your unit lets his wife do it, and then she tells all the other wives, and then you got to hear it for like six months. But, well, well, Statterman did it. <laughs> I hope that's not really his name. Yeah. <laughs> So this went uh, downhill very quickly. I'm or, or, that. or uphill very quickly. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, uh, my first pegging experience story was uh, a, <laughs> gr- a girl in Los Angeles. Wait, this is really fucked up. This is a girl, there was a girl in L.A. who claims, uh, again, <laughs> this, this may or may not be true. I don't know. She, she's like, I used to date Mike Piazza, the famous catcher for the oh, – uh, shit. I've always known he was gay. For the Go Dodger. On. And, and – <laughs> She was like, "Oh yeah, we used to we used to fucking peg all the time." And I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm, I'm like, "What do you?" And then she went into the story of pegging, and that's when it that's when I had that moment of, "Oh my god, pegging is a fucking thing, and it's it's a thing." <laughs> oh man, because my you question ru- is, do you, you face you do you me. face? So I'm gonna make I'm gonna start making uh, drinking bros podcasts uh, little little 
thing we do. I'm going to say cheers so we can drink to that after after that story. So oh, I'm yeah, going to say cheers and yeah. take a little sip and maybe that's, a, that's a little our, T.O. Yeah. So cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Cheers to, that. cheers to, to the first time you've ever been pegged or the first time you heard your pegging story. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why that fucks me up so much is that I am a Dodger fan and Mike Piazza was an icon growing up. And so now that I know he's been pegged, Kinda, I don't look. I, I don't know I if it's true. My childhood anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. Compl- I, I can't. Con- like because this girl. Look, it's it's one of those LA stories where you're like, I don't. It could have just been a random whore. Who knows? Yeah. She could have been lying about it. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he was a Pegasaurus or not. <laughs> yeah, it was Mike Piazza of Michigan, yeah. uh, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it was Seven a whole different Mike Piazza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a Mike Piazza down the street. He lived in a one bedroom. It was like, wait a minute, I, I don't think that's the same Mike Piazza that we're see. That's why I get screwed with about. rumors. My name is Matt Best with one T. That's pretty specific, so you know if they're talking about me. Well, you can't hear that if they're talking about you. You can't hear one T. Well, they could say no, Matt, the guy with one T. And you're like, who the fuck is going to say that? I don't know. A lot of people on the streets have been saying that. Matt with one C. A lot of people on the streets have been saying that. Yo, that, sh- that shit's more gangster than Rocco, you know? Oh, yeah, man. they're like, oh, that motherfucker. I bet his second T was silent. I bet that's what it was. It was silent, dude. <laughs> fuck him, that pegging motherfucker. That Pegasaurus motherfucker. Oh, man. I've never done that. <laughs> I mean, I think I think if any weird rumors ever got put out about each other, like for me, I would just own it and then go into the worst graphic story. No, you like, have to. To the twelfth degree, where yeah. they didn't even it was, oh, I think that guy's gay. Oh, you don't know the first of it. Yeah. Let me tell you, this happened at a vending machine right. at a truck stop in right. fucking Arizona. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so gay, like yeah, he went so far gay we don't even call it gay anymore. You know? We like, don't even that's a new word. Like he, yeah, he would get egg salad out of the vending machine and oh, eat it out of dude's yeah. assholes. Like, that no, kind of gay. Yeah, he would get a shrimp po' boy. <laughs> just shrimp, shrimp from a vending po machine. Boy. What the fuck? Is this yeah. a shrimp po' boy thing? I think that's... <laughs> oh, man. I do not want to eat that. No, but yeah, if someone gives us some crazy rumor, you just got to own it, man. No, you want up it. Yeah. It's it's better than owning it. So yeah. some dude's like, hey, man, I heard Matt likes trannies. I'm like, he only likes them if there's four of them at a time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of already happened, so we've gone down that road <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> heard you like trannies. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I suck all the We've dudes. gone yeah. down that road quite a few yeah. times. Yeah, they, every time I hear him say it, they're like, yeah, bro, we all do. It's all whatever, That's bro. an R15 it's thing, bro. how we roll. <laughs> you want to work for us? You know what the sh- – <laughs> hey, Jared, the shrimp po' boy just remind me of what? is your restaurant idea that you had of – what was it? Your yeah. scoops of sushi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, could, you could order sushi by the scoop. With with what And oh, foot massage. I love that, dude. It's like foot massages and sushi. As long as they have mocha for dessert. <laughs> at, the, at the table. So at the table, you're, you're – your feet have to be next to the the sushi boat. Your feet have to go up by the sushi boat. Everybody's got to eat around your foot massage. Oh, my God. For, for a lot of people that maybe don't know Jared Taylor, he is an interesting human. One of my favorites, but uh, his brain goes to deep, dark places. He has this thing that he wants to rent a commercial space and then every month put coming soon. A and commercial the- property. property. Like, essentially, I want to troll a community like to where <laughs> the signs the signs on the front of the, the store would be, you know, like Ming Lee's Handies and Sandies, home of the two ninety nine hand job. Like, so the community's losing their mind, like, that it's coming soon. How is it possible that a sandwich and hand job shop is coming soon in Salt Lake City, Utah? 
and then, and then for like a week, you shut it down and put back the most fucked up one. Ever <laughs> no, you got you got to you got to like calm it down. They're like, okay, next week there's gonna be a fucking Chick Fil A, and everyone's like, okay, 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 I'm good with that. Chick Fil A's cool. Next, but then you then you do like prostate exams and instead of like doctorate it's and, like do, a and, and a dog food disposal unit. <laughs> oh my god! For all your rotten dog food, bring it down here. We'll. <laughs> Jared, my one question then becomes: Do, do you actually ever open it up, and, and is there hand jobs and sandwiches at any point, Never. or is it no, just like a you, coming soon? The com- the community, you know, it would the local news would fucking have a field day. There'd be a fucking town meeting or some shit that everybody be would be rioting, and then and then the chamber of commerce is like, we don't even have a business license. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> What are you talking about? Yes. We need to do this. It's 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 how to troll. This is this is, you know, part of my book, how to troll everyone all the time. You, you do a Big Earl's uh, Thai food restaurant and pet euphemization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Round pegs and round holes. <laughs> So it just becomes a life troll at the end. It, yeah, yeah, but it like has to be troll. it has to be something that's that's that just doesn't go to, like Fat Jason's Mexican food. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Fat Jason? <laughs> and you have a really skinny owner named Bert that runs it. You're like, man, is, is, J- is Jason here? Can I talk to Jason? No, nah, man, we we've, we've never met Jason. I'm Bert though, and I own it. <laughs> I would I would. I would go as far to like rent a, 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 an empty space next to a Starbucks and just put Starbucks coming soon. Like, <laughs> Wait, did corporate approve that? <laughs> with an X next to it and you only sell like star fruit there? Like it's a Starbucks <laughs> with an X? No, then you fuck with people and you put uh, – or cups have Christmas trees on them. And everybody's like, fuck yeah. This is, this is the Christmas Starbucks and that's the other Starbucks. You take your ass to the other one. <laughs> I love it. Wait, it's Christmas all year, all year long at yours? Like, yeah, dude, we do con- fucking Christmas cups all year long. I would love that. Yeah, we rent we rent small people, like little elf people. <laughs> what? We, no. Yeah. Yes. We have them in a yes. little elf. No, pyramid. I like this. You go you go all elves. You go all yeah, elves. It's all the all cups elf. have like two Santa's sixty yeah. nine on it. I part of like- part of the hiring process, you have to get prosthetic surgery on your ears. I have an idea. <laughs> I, have, I have an idea for Christmas. What is, it? What, what is the thing that they do you know in the Jesus like Trumpus. stable? Let's recreate the stable. Oh, a nativity scene. Oh, yes. Rocco could be Jesus. No, Matt no, would. No, Matt's Jesus. Dude, you're Jesus. definitely Thomas. <laughs> Matt, you, no, Matt's got a Jesus body. Like, you have a good Jesus body. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. No, you, and, you, and I got the beard a little. I have to yeah. grow it out to, like, maybe Jesus. Derek White's status. Be, yeah. I, I could be Chuck. No, who the fuck are those guys? <laughs> no, we're going to be the wise men, okay? Who's, yeah, Tim, Chuck, and Onyx. That's their name? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, bro, I must have missed that in my body. Who the bro. fuck was named Tim and <laughs> Navadadisa? <laughs> Dude, uh, two, hours of ne- the, two hours of the scene somewhere in El Paso. Like, go see him live. We're yeah. just standing there like assholes. We're on top of a Whataburger. <laughs> I feel like someone watching this right now is like, so this is what they do? They just go down dark rabbit holes with some jokes? Yes. Yes, yes, we do. How about Charlie Sheen this week? God oh, damn it, he went. God. I, I, I will say this. Going back to owning it, like, dude, did that guy fucking own AIDS or what? Like, Jesus, that interview was almost like, yeah, you know, I've had it for four years and uh, no bigs. I'm upset at the fact that he's getting all this attention. I'm the one that gave him the AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, on that road, I mean, it's Charlie Sheen. I think I feel like there's certain people in life you bang, and it's like he's probably got HIV. Why you wear a condom if you want to do it that bad? Yeah, so, dude. but with him, if he knew and he was hitting at girls raw dog, he's a complete That's fucking gross. asshole. Yeah, he dude. Seems, That's yeah. a piece of shit move. Yeah. yeah. That's weird, but it's one of those again. You kind of knew he had AIDS. <laughs> you kinda, you yeah, like at no get, point yeah. was anybody shocked. I mean, it barely trended that's on like Twitter. That's like when TMZ was like breaking news. You're like, no, I'm, that, no, like that's, that's kind of the only thing I thought was kind of weak is he had his like doctor get on there and talk about how how much the the AIDS made him depressed. It no, was like, come. Did, did you hear on, that man. he pretty much has fucking Michael uh, Magic Johnson AIDS, where it's almost undescribed. Like you can't even find it. Like well, what? Having, having your doctor on there be like, you guys have no idea how hard it is for this rich fucking Playboy motherfucker to have AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like Magic Johnson. It's Magic Johnson HIV, dude. Isn't that? Isn't you can, like you, you you can beat it though if you're rich enough and or you win the Olympics, you can beat AIDS. Uh, <laughs> and he's beating. AIDS. You gotta love like the pop culture take on when someone does something that like fucking one in fifty humans do in the United States that they're like some kind of motivator. Like, oh my gosh, she beat stage one cancer. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. It's a hard time for the family. But at the end of the day, like a lot of people are going through a lot more struggles than that. That's why I don't yeah, really have I mean, too wait, much sympathy. I, I, think, I think I might have just discovered the cure for AIDS. You know, obviously, if an Olympian beat AIDS, that's because his his body was a physical specimen and his and his and his, his shit was sped up. You know, okay, and he yeah. beat it. If you're rich, you yeah. just buy their blood. So, <laughs> buy their blood. Yeah, dude, you can buy the cure for HIV. That's insane, dude. I mean, it's it's proven. It's it's obviously going on. Let's go get HIV and test it. <laughs> and test it. It's just it's for you, science. You, you can do that. I'm, I'm going to let you do that one, bro. I'll give it to my dog. <laughs> wait. What? Wait, no. Dog, wait, 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 wait. Dogs <laughs> cannot get HIV, but cats can get um, a similar oh, virus. Really? It's not, it's not infectious of humans. Don't mark that. It's like a Wikipedia reference, so oh, don't source that. But everything. I just, you know, I know that your eyes are piercing. <laughs> what? I think that's that's a sor- that's source material right there. Like, I, I think that's that's good enough for Wikipedia. I yeah, you know, it's like someone should Google that, and then if, if, if I was incorrect, I'd love to hear that. You know, my night would be complete if I went to Wikipedia and under sources it just said, Matt Best said so. <laughs> and, and that's it. No link to anything. It just said, Matt Best said so. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. You gotta throw it's the pretty bitch easy. In. You talk you about like, throw the bitch in. There is a, um, an immune deficiency disease along female uh, feline cots. It's, it's pretty believable if you do the German voice with it, too. Hey, hey, Ross. Yes. Cheer, cheers, buddy. Cheers. 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 Motherfuckers. Let's gotcha. drink. We, I'm going to tell, tell you right now, we need to drink more in this goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm over here with a whole bottle of fucking whiskey, and you're over there Let drinking. Let me take a sip of that shit. Yeah. Sip it in. I, look, I, I, in fairness, I've been drinking a lot, but I didn't know whether to slurp it in or, you know, like, ugh. Like it is, it's, it's yeah. kind of hard to make like a, a classy drinking audible. You know, it's not like like that. Just sounds like my fucking. Let me tell you yeah. something right now. I'm I'm about to take a sip of this American whiskey tin cup, and I've never tried it before, but it smells delicious, right? Fuck, it smells like ah uh, yeah. But then afterward, make it make it like a grunting noise, like uh, I'm looking for a place to go. <laughs> Oh, come on, Rocco. Let's hear it. It's so fucking smooth. It's it's actually really good. I I love it. Um, Wow. Good stuff, man. Very woody taste, right? Yeah, it's a little peaty, but not too bad. It's pretty smooth. Is it called peaty? Petey's like a, a little, yeah. a little, a little Petey, a little Petey. Well, so I feel like even though we're doing the drink, bros, we need to put it out there to the audience that I am 
I'm a scotch drinker, but when it comes to a lot of other things, I'm it's good or bad. <laughs> I know somewhat like tones of things, but I, I am not a smart man when it comes to that. I think it's good or bad. It's a great reference. Or light or hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I totally get it. I also, by the way, for future podcasts, I think once we get going and, and really in the jam, in the groove of shit, we should try we should try to set the, the record of the longest podcast and then drink all the way through it. And and just n- no cuts. Whatever that is for 52 hours, I want that played and I want <laughs> it played for the rest of time. I'm pretty sure we should do like, yeah, the 50th podcast we do, we do like Maybe a twelve hour, so we don't kill ourselves. But it starts at like ten a.m. and goes to ten p.m. There might be, and and then whoever lasts the longest the whole way through with us gets a prize, like yes. you know, a signed book from you, maybe a signed DVD of Rain Fifteen, some other fun. It'd be stuff. great, dude. It'd be tough. It'd be a challenge for us. Like I gotta do pushups real quick. I'm falling asleep. Sorry, Jared is getting up to grab some whiskey as well. Ross, so this is a good question for some of the guys. Range Fifteen, right? So if the people don't know what that is. That is uh, a movie that was kind of concepted by Art 15, then Rain, uh, Ranger Up, and then Ross Patterson brought in and had a huge part of that. And Ross, what was your experience? You, you're a vetted guy. You've been around a while in Hollywood, um, even though you're not like a Hollywood guy, which is why we love you so much. But what, what's your experience, man? How do you feel about all the military guys? Like, how was your experience with uh, or crazy fucking people? Truthfully, that that movie was that was a that was a hard one to walk away from. We just had a, uh, a DVD release party the other night for Helen Keller versus Night Wolves here in Wilmington, and about half the cast and some of the crew, Hollywood uh, Heard, came up uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, that, and uh, we had this we had this exact conversation of what a special movie that was and how hard that one was to walk away from. Some movies are really easy to walk away from because you hate the people uh, that that you're working with. And I mean, there was one, you know, uh, privately, you guys know there was a movie that I worked on that I, I felt like I was getting out of Shawshank Redemption, like Tim Robbins at the end, where I was like, I just ripped my coat off and uh, trudged through the water to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, but this one was really, really hard. Uh, the biggest thing I think why one of the biggest reasons is you guys were really, really, really prepared. So <laughs> it, it made shooting and it made the days easier and everybody was willing to help out and help one another. Plus, your fans uh, to people who the coolest don't motherfuckers know the, on the planet. Am I right? On you the on the planet by far, by, by by far. And and I had no idea. One, uh, two. I walk in and by day three or four on set, it felt like we were at a Grateful Dead show, where <laughs> it was there was nine million people there. They were all supportive. Everybody was there because they were a fan. There was no, like, you know, like, taking shit or stealing shit. Everybody was polite and helpful. I kind of hate the word fans. I always say supporters because yes. you're, not, you're, not, you're not a fan. When, when a fan to me is, like, someone that's like, oh, my God, I love that song. You know, I'm like, I like the word supporter for, for our guys because guys that showed up, even guys that bought perks, you know, I'm like a grand to be on set as a, a whatever just to show up and hang out, but yet they're grabbing a radio from production assistants, I mean, sh- rallying dudes like working their ass off in fucking 15 hour days and then smiling at the end of it and thanking us for being there. I'm like, dude, it was the most humbling experience of my whole we entire life. We had a life. Supreme Court judge for Christ's sake. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> like you hit it right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, humbling, truthfully, like, it was amazing to see because you, you guys got to see the other side of it too, of what, you know, little bitches people are in Hollywood to, to work with. 
Um, you know, we had a, a couple crew members were, were, were fucktards, but um, – Generally, you know, it was and, a and these were guys. Yeah, once in a while they throw little fits, and you're like, "Really, bitch!" Like, yeah. <laughs> so we came up, guys, um, Dream Bros out there. We came up with this thing <laughs> on set that we used to fuck with all the guys. Like, they're like, "Hey, man, you need water?" Like, yeah, it's hot, but it's not war. I went to war. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I would like some water, but don't worry about how hot or cold it is because I was it in was fucking war. <laughs> the feedback, though, that we got after it was over from both the crew and the big actors that we got, that was, that was fucking cool. Yeah. And it was true, by the way. That wasn't – nobody was blowing smoke up your ass. Like it really felt like a special experience. No one was pegging us, huh? Yeah, no, no one was getting pegged. <laughs> and even if they were, they were riding home, home on donuts, you know, so they weren't that sore at the end of the day. Um, but the – the, yeah, the biggest thing I took away from it again was you had like, you know, a couple bitchy crew members here and there. Those those guys were getting paid a, a lot of money to to be there every day. Then you had your supporters who were there every day, who were helping out, lifting sandbags, uh, you know, put, throwing on zombie makeup and hanging out in it for twelve hours a day. And it was hot. Like a lot of people don't realize that. Everybody thinks, oh, you come out to L.A., it's going to be seventy-five and sunny every day. It was like, <laughs> no, it, it was a fucking sweltering heat wave in the middle of October. And, you know, some of the days we shot, it was a hundred over a hundred degrees every day. And none of those guys said anything probably because they were in fucking war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anybody was on set there uh, and listening, man, thank you guys. It it was probably one of a few experiences in my life that I'll always look back and, and, you know, you can go forward and do more movies, maybe bigger budgets, but that will always be kind of, uh, you know, a, a diamond that you, you could never replace. So it, it thank you. It felt like one of the, like, I've never been to summer camp, but if I've been to summer <laughs> camp, I feel like that's what it was. Dude, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like fucking Medal of Honor winners show up set. Dudes I haven't seen for years that we fucking served with. And they're just like, oh, I'm just here to get drunk really, and hang out. Yeah, I random love really big names, you know. You know, guys that are huge in the community are just showing up to hang out. Hey, hey, just wanted to stop by and shake you guys' hands. Like, what are you talking about? I, Idolize you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was insane. And, and the, uh, the, by the way, the other thing I love too about your supporters is they were more amped to meet like, like Leroy Petrie than like William Shatner. Like it, Shatner wasn't a celebrity to them, but Leroy Petrie was like, oh shit. No, man. Those Medal of Honor recipients are celebrities to us, man. That's the world yeah. that we live in. It's just like, wow. If, when you're able to drink a beer with one of these guys and, and be able to just tell stories and bullshit and, and know like, man, you're just like me. It's a cool experience, man, and, and that's what we were blessed to be able to be around. I think just us, the group ourselves, were like, wow, what an experience. Well, and it's, it's exciting to see them, and you know, I think the, the, the general media paints such a picture of what a Medal, Honor, Medal of Honor winner should be. And these guys are that and even more because they stay true to their, their roots, they support their communities, and then <laughs> they're just fun guys. They and stay then, true to their bros. They're leaders in the community, and that's what we need. We need people to be... Showing that there's a next, next objective for veterans that we can go out there and do things outside of our service, you know, and um, it was, yeah, again, humbling. That's the only word I've come up with. I can't think of a better one. That, it was fucking awesome. The thing that a lot of people, you know, at home probably don't realize is you're on set for 12 to 14 hours a day. So, you know, not only Leroy, I mean, shit, that, what, what that guy's been through as a, as a person and then to say, hey, stand up under these lights for, you know. Jesus, 14 hours straight, you know, it's 105 degrees and then there's there's lights blaring on you all day. Like, it, it's a lot to ask of people. It really yeah. is. And yeah, uh, yeah. and they I didn't complain and, once. Yeah, that's Didn't complain fucking... one single time. Didn't ask for a bendy straw with water. Didn't hashtag any pictures on Instagram set life. 
Um, they were <laughs> raw set life. Yes, set life. Ha- hashtag set life. Hashtag set life. Hashtag celebrity. Hashtag set life. Um, no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Hashtag day at the office. <laughs> that should be a thing. What rocket? What would be the hashtag that comes to mind that pisses you off the most that you see? Where just all in all, it, like complete in general. Oh fuck. I have to pass. Let me think about that one. My mindset life, because most of the people that hashtag yeah. set life are the are just like, they're not on set. Level C, <laughs> level, level C My, Mine is every day I'm hustling, but it's like a picture of a fucking Starbucks cup. Like, <laughs> just because you, you got up and got coffee at some point in the day, don't say every day I'm hustling <laughs> because you got up and got coffee today. Like, what'd you really fucking do today? <laughs> It's like it's like 10 a.m. getting coffee every day hustling. It's a it's a cool 11:45. <laughs> hey, shut up! I wake up late. <laughs> on the West Coast too, so people on the East Coast have already been up for like nine hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're writing up their closing closing statements for their fucking work for the COB. <laughs> That's fucked up. You know, you know, there's something besides a hashtag. There's something that just irritates the shit of me on on Facebook is when it says what school they went to, the school of hard knocks. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, yeah, my school, school my man, school colors were black and blue. <laughs> yeah, I got pegged at that school, so it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, you did, I, you did I get actually went to the school. school of hard knocks, and it's just full of a bunch of gay sex. <laughs> it's called prison, bitch. The, 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 the truth yeah. about the school of hard knocks, it's really a bunch of gay sex. God. Speaking of prison, Jared Fogle went down. He got 15 years today. The uh, subway guy. Fuck that little piece of Dude, shit, what man. What exactly did he do? I mean, fuck he him. Had a, but- he had a quite a bit. And, and that's it's funny you guys bring that up because we have a close friend here in El Paso that uh, works in the child cyber crime. So, quick note. Jared Fogle is the subway guy who was... Uh, He's the subway uh, spokesman. He was the spokesman for like the last 10 years. He yeah, supposedly lost 80, 80 to 100 pounds just off of eating sandwiches. Uh, and, and Jared, I'm I'm interested to hear this crime ring story. But he got caught with yeah. Pet, I met yeah. I met him uh, at a NASCAR race in Rockingham, North Carolina. <laughs> so what's you tell him about uh, your the- so I, I mean I you can look up his rap sheet. I just know he he had multiple counts of child pornography. They they also caught him trying to purchase different things that involved children. He he had a few children that he had molested, I believe. And that's God that's damn. one of those things that the public needs to to wake up a little more about and maybe start demanding a little more action is child sex crimes have some of the most lenient sentencing. I mean, he only got 15 years and he was trying to buy kids to fuck. Like, Wait, are you serious? Yes. That's what I heard. See, no, sometimes literally, I, that, 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 that is what he was trying to do. And it was across like state lines too. So it wasn't like you were just trying to do it in one state. Oh, you Apparently, were, you were, like, you, like he had tapped you, out of the state and was going. You were legging kids. You know, you know the fucked up part. Maybe, maybe this is my old way of thinking a little bit, you know, but like I think dudes like that, which there's no really fixing that. I think you just like a dog that's dying to cancer. You take it behind the barn and you shoot in the fucking back of the head he will, and you continue the like contemporization of fucking Western we society, for this. not fucking kids. We pay for his 15 years. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. You're paying for no, that no, shit. Exactly. Dude, trust, I worked in the prison system. That's exactly it. The, We're paying for their no. fucking three hots and a cot, motherfucker. And you know what? The American public has the power to say, you know what? Child sex crimes are too lenient. We need to go straight to the de- we need to go straight to the death penalty. Yeah, capital punishment. We need dude. to do that. Yeah, they can say it. Speak dude, up. Wax that bitch. Dude. Yeah. Well, that's and everything. Here's the thing, man. If it was any of my kids, say it was my kids, like 
Well, here we go, boys. We're going to go fucking smoke a motherfucker. He ain't even going to court. He's dead. Yeah. This is hypothetics. Hypothetical. I don't know why we don't exile people. That does, that That is weird to me. Why don't we just kick I love it. I love the code of Hammer Rabbi. I love all that shit. I want to bring it back. Like, yes. Exile him and put him on a weird island. Film that. Yeah. That could, that could be Spike TV's new reality show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like the old reality show. It's where you have criminals fight to the death or whatever. You know, it's on yes. that, that movie, whatever that was. Remember that shitty movie with Ice-T and uh, they go out, Ice-T, they drop him off in the woods? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a Yes. Movie. Yes. What was that called? They drop him off in the woods and then they hunt him. Like, I, yes. I want to see him yeah. hunted. That's fucking awesome. Dude, I always thought about what if you fucking get a... a, a a fucking platoon of fucking lifers, and you take them overseas. To, like, listen, bro, if you fight war, there's five years off your life, a sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, hey you Just, guys come back? Yeah. Whatever. Come back, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you to Australia. It's open we'll, yeah, we'll just we'll send you to Australia and, uh, you know, have at it. By the way, Ross, I, uh, I watched Trainwreck last night. Huge comedy fan. Obviously, that's why I did Range 15. There has not been one comedy that came out this year. When I saw it, it when I saw Trainwreck, it was like a fucking drama to me. Uh, when the dad gets diagnosed with MS to start the movie, I was like, wait, where the fuck are we going? Is she going to quit alcohol too? And then sure enough, what, what, what did you really think of it? You've interviewed Amy Schumer. Yes, I did. And I, I was, I was disappointed. Like you would think, I've never been I thought, her. I thought the best part about the movie was LeBron James. That was the only part about a the lot movie of people said that. A lot of people said John Cena was better than than the movie itself. Yeah, John Cena. John was Cena insane. was great. Like that fight in the movie theater was funny. Like, like that's when I was laughing. I wasn't laughing. It just seemed like Schumer was was almost stretching. Where she just wanted to say like weird sexual shit. Dude, I'm not a fan of that chick. Dude. It is just it didn't it didn't I'm make I don't know it, I I felt she's and she's really funny. Again, you've interviewed yes. her. She's really funny, and it's uh, it, it I just don't get it. it Seems like she kind of wanted to do a drama and a comedy at the you, same you time. You never know though. Maybe they maybe they forced her into that. You you know how this goes. She might have had a bunch of great shit written because again on her feet. She mopped the floor with me when I when I talked to her. I will say you couldn't cuss in that interview, um, and I saw you catch yourself. So I'm going to give you a little little because you're quick in your feet. But still, she's she's good, and she's you never good. know you never know you, you know in these situations is is it is it her was was this her writing was it her decision or, or did the studio say hey this is what we want you to do because we want to push you in a strategic mission you know when I saw it I thought. I thought the, the, the first of, okay, the studio definitely forced her hands into going down this more traditional road. Then I saw interviews with her where she was like, look, this is the movie I wanted to make, and I wrote it myself, and uh, I'm really happy with it, and she's won a bunch of awards. I, I, there, there's even Oscar talk. Uh, no bullshit. There's even Oscar what? talk for her How? for this movie. Yeah. And uh, I don't get it, man. I mean, I, I, again, maybe it's me and maybe I was having a bad day and I, and I went in just because I wanted to see a comedy and it was a little more dramatic than what I hoped for. I, I don't know. So I don't know if you're interested in any of this, but uh, tonight I am taking my daughter to go see the, what is it, the first showing? Uh, of the Hunger Games, the right? Hunger Games, yeah. The new one? What is it, number three? Yeah. No, I think it's like number four. I fucking get down on the Hunger Games. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I, dude, I read all the books, and they're fucking amazing. The first movie I didn't like. Jennifer kinda... Lawrence is the jam, dude. I, 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 I dig her whole shit. I would shit. tongue punch her fart box for sure. Yeah, she, she's, she's amazing. Uh, she, she's awesome. Uh, that got really good reviews. Hey, the other one that got great reviews, by the way, one of my 
good friends who's a, a Boston film critic uh, named Ken Murray just reviewed uh, Creed last night, and he said it was one of the best movies of the year and that Stallone might get a Best Supporting Oscar nomination, and he was not fucking kidding. No shit. See, honestly, from yes. the previews, I thought that was just like a, a play off of the success of Southpaw. So I was like, oh, another boxing movie. But then, you know, Stallone and those performances, he's got it down so well that, I mean, it's great. Now, I, I'd be interested to watch it. I thought it was going to be a throwaway, like a spinoff, like, all right, great. It's a quick cash grab. No no, no big deal for the studio. Uh, I wasn't going to see it. And then after he called, I was like, man. I, and then somebody else had said the same thing. And I was like, holy shit, this could be legit. And I, I read his review, and it, and it just said basically that it's shot like an indie, so it's super gritty kind of eight mile-ish and it's uh about this hero story um and i'm kind of amped to see it now and i can't i can't fucking believe it fuck yeah <laughs> so like i i text ross every time i watch a, a new movie pretty much so yeah. i just watched corn oh god jerry will you please will you please tell the world about your <laughs> no, shitty shitty that. movies what, what that horns? you love no no i i i did admit that i laughed a lot at vacation <laughs> the movie? Oh, yes, the new one? The new one. Uh, I saw it. I actually liked it too. <laughs> I actually liked it too. I didn't mind it. I, I I got a chuckle or two, but I didn't like it that much. Oh, God. That and then what was the follow-up the next day? Hey, man, I just watched Pixels with Adam Sandler. It wasn't that bad. I really love Peter Dinklage in it. No, no, I didn't say that. I just It's funny because all these movies that people always say they hate, I watch them and I, maybe I'm just simple like because it's like I'm entertained. I got excited when they started playing Everybody's Working for the Weekend. <laughs> like, oh I was God. like... <laughs> hey, I, you know what I call you, <laughs> Sometimes JT is our rain man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's he, moments where I'm like, God damn He's man. our Jack once in a while. Yeah, it's so strange. And there's something that's like, what a genius. <laughs> you know, I but, feel- Horns. Let's let's. When, whenever a horns. movie cranks up with the boys are back in town, I fucking turn it off. I don't yeah. care. Check this out, Ross. Good after that. He got this TV that did 4K. <laughs> One night we sat here for almost two hours watching scenes, like scenic views in 4K, and he was smiling his face, mouth open the whole time. I was, was like, like, I was like, dude, are you stoned? And yeah. he was like, what the fuck, I'm in the middle, like still a reservist guy. Of course not. I was like. You're, you're just watching like scenes. the in, scenes of the environment, but we're not even like cool. Like it started off Whoa, kind of cool, it was, yeah. it was but then Venice like, in 4K, <laughs> it boring of people walking, just and, walking. And he's excited. He's like, oh man! You, you know, can like, see the buttons on their sweater. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, can you believe it? Look, this is 4K. It's amazing. I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Rock and I both fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's good nav material, but horns. I want to talk about horns because it it confuses me, Ross. Like to me, horns was a very epic kind of thriller drama, but then there was the weird horn thing threw in. It was like the script was written as this as this murder mystery type thing through the whole thing with a love story, but then this paranormal thing was just added that made no sense to me. I didn't get it. Horns was based off a book, it just, um, it didn't and make that's sense. why. Most movies so they were are based off parrot- of books and horrible representations of the actual literature. I know. Yeah, because it's it's hard, and, and the reason why is you guys know this now is you know you're trying to get a ninety to ninety five page shooting script. A book it's is 300. you know three hundred pages, yeah, so you're trying to jam three hundred into a ninety five page script and then try to tell the story. The yeah. best is you know again why I like the Hunger Games the way they broke that that up to match those books. That's the only way you can do it. You need like five of those fuckers to 
to really get through the series. Yeah, um, well, that's kind of the thing I hated with the first one. I feel like it missed a lot of the kind of the love triangle that's going on, but the next ones were fucking right on on target exactly with what the books were going with you love a good li- love triangle i I'm, will say that Rocco. listen it's act- in the For- military it's called a <laughs> tripod okay there's it's called the tripod and and it's you- called the eiffel tower <laughs> hey hey watch that shit around here okay <laughs> oh that's right no, he made a, he made a for- foreshadowing comment of something in the movie that i will not talk about oh uh, yeah that's right yeah. I, I wasn't sure where you were going with that we won't even bring that up but but i will bring up that I, Jared, I honestly, if I get one more text about how much you love Peter Dinklage, <laughs> I, like, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. See, but that's oh, the worst man. thing to a military guy, dude. You can't admit any, you know, he's just going to text you all fucking day. Dude, I'm going to I'm gonna text you that painting that Brian Singer has in his house of Peter Dinklage. Oh, God. Because I have that photo. <laughs> what if that was your thing? Like, everywhere we went, I just told everybody, I was like, man... Here, this is Jared. Nice to meet you, everybody. He's a really cool guy, but dude, I'm just gonna warn you. He's gonna text you about Peter Dinklage <laughs> for fucking. Dude, I would years, do that to dude. any of your college friends. If we ever go to Ohio or any of your reunions or whatever, just run with that game, and I will talk about Peter Dinklage all night to all of your friends. <laughs> they, uh, by the way, Ohio State has already booked range 15 for next year. So you you will get your opportunity to go back and oh, uh, please tell that is cool. Please, please tell everybody that that uh, that you love Peter Dinklage and just really go into it. <laughs> I have a couple college friends that are close there too, so that's cool, man. What? What does that have to do with Peter Dinklage? We're gonna be just excited Ohio to go to Ohio, yeah. motherfucker. Oh, Goddamn. Whatever. I mean, you've got college friends everywhere. Yeah. Well, I've been to college everywhere. I've <laughs> <laughs> been going to college for nine years. Seriously, Van Wilder, <laughs> fucking next level shit. Yeah, I'm getting my bachelor's soon. <laughs> but the movie you guys made, the movie you guys made, will be a huge hit at colleges. So you think be so? prepared for that. You, you think so? It's pretty, pretty edgy, though. You know, you yeah, but college get- kids like edgy. I'll put it to you this way: when I was back, we had a Ke- Keller played there. Helen Keller versus Nightwolves played there. Um, there was there was about fifteen or sixteen drinking bros there, just amped about that, all in their drinking bros, you know, t-shirts and 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 everything. It's fucking and, awesome, uh, dude. Yeah, they could not wait for Range 15. They were like, man, your movies are fucking hilarious. We're so happy you teamed up with these guys. Like, dude, that's we'll travel from everywhere. And and some people had even traveled from Chicago to that, that screening. Um, that's why, dude, the Drinking Bros are the best, which is why, guys, we kind of started the podcast just to kind of make a hopefully a weekly thing where we're having fun and talking that- because it's such a cool community and, you know, the internet's always has drama associated with it, but th- what the a lot of people haven't seen is the good that the Drinking Bros have done. Supporting communities. Uh, oh, Rocco's, oh, oh, Rocco's cheers. cheers in us. So I, agree. We gotta go. I, dude, I 100% agree. Cheers, boys. So, like the Vigilant even... Guard, right? Yes. And a lot of other guard. things. Yeah, um, Drinking Bros Vigilant Guard. Um, you know, taking care of dudes that have it. It's, it's, what, what all this is about uh, at the end of the day is community, and that's something that our company profile really tries to promote. I mean, it, there's business associated with it. There's always weird relationships, but it's about community, supporting the people around you. When someone's – everybody has a time in need that needs a little pick-me-up, but then what you do is you pay it forward down the road. And Drinking Bros have done that, and it's fucking awesome, and that's – why we uh, are committing and, so much time of our lives to trying to make this thing successful. And that, and that app is coming out soon, too, that is going to allow you to create your own Drink and Bro events, and it will ping out to everybody else that has the app in your area. Never drink alone again. Exactly. Drink and Bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. Which is awesome. And, and and also, by the way, I would like to nominate a drinking bro of the week uh, yes. to Tim Morris. Tim oh, Morris Tim, was Tim the Morris. one, the oh, drinking shit, bro. Tim, yeah. Yes. He drove six hours to that screening just for, for one night. Had his drinking bro shirt on. He won the Helen Keller versus Nightwolves official unofficial jacket on it. Um, and is literally, uh, he partied with me till 3 a.m. when everybody blacked out. He, I, he was actually, the last man standing. I've actually drank with Tim as well. I, I, was in, I was in Chicago, had a layover, get canceled. <laughs> I posted in Chicago. This motherfucker showed up in 15 minutes, and we fucking drank and watched the Black Dude. Hawks win the fucking we, Stanley so, Cup. He's fucking so rad. This is, this is the start right here. It's November 19th. My next, daughter's birthday. Next November. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, next November... We will compile our, our our 52 or 56. I don't know how many weeks we have in a year. <laughs> Whatever. Is it 52? 56. Is it 56? 52, yeah. It's 52. 52. <laughs> we'll go with a hard 52. Yeah, you know we'll go with a hard 52. Let's try that out. So out of, the, out of the, the drinking bro of the week, we will nominate a drinking bro of the year. Yes. Uh, it'll be fun. It's, it's essentially what that means is something that goes above and beyond for for – the greater good of the community has it never has to be associated with any companies that we own or projects we're involved in, but just going above and beyond to help someone. Well, um, Tim's one of our one of our admins as well. He's been one for a while. And Tim, yeah. Tim also helps just maintain what we've created. You know, he he puts he creates a video probably once twice a week. Yeah. Dude, he did that. Wait, what was that one video with lead slingers like all over what town? Did he Chicago. Take Chicago. Chicago. Dude, everywhere. I was like, God, dude, like went to every fucking <laughs> spot, bro. Dude, he is an amazing freaking person, and and just. Uh, it's great to have him on board with us and drinking. Really cool guy. And by the way, you can't out drink him. Like, you guys know I can fucking drink. Um, I'm not going to get into to the story where I, I drank Rocco under the table. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first time I have not shown up home. I passed down the, and, and it was bad. Yeah. Hashtag gains with a Z. <laughs> gains, and, <bro>. um, <laughs> gains. And, uh, dude, Tim Morris was on, like, I could, that guy had 52 beers, one for every, <laughs> every day in the week that night and didn't. Dude, there was nothing, not a bat of an eyelash, nothing. And I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, luckily the bartender called it, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how long he could have In kind of true drinking bros fashion, huh? He shows up, uh, drinks a bunch of beer. I bet he was up at 9 a.m. fucking doing some work, too. That's, yeah. that's what it's about. Fucking driving oh, six hours home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the drinking bros Chicago chapter kills it, dude. They're solid dudes, man. So that's big awesome. Up, big up shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chicago. And I want to give a shout out to San Antonio because we just visited there. And the turnout was awesome. We did a little Always. event and just, like, fucking awesome. So we all love you guys. And, uh. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I think we're probably going to come to a uh, summarization of what we've been doing. But, yeah, uh, Ross, you want to take us to the uh, lead out? Be sure to look out for, for all the Art 15 videos, the Matt Best 11X videos. Uh, Rocco is also going to be changing his name to just one word pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Keller versus Nightwolves is out on DVD right now. Hey, uh, Ross, real quick, though. Are you going to make an announcement yet about uh, your big surprise? Is it ne- next week? It is next week. Okay. I don't know when the podcast is going up, but I will. I will for sure. Okay. Um, we'll do that on I'll make two. a video. Number two. Yeah, number two, you can put that out. But Ross is... Uh, Doing a pretty selfless thing, and and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about it. Um, And everybody who downloaded and listened to the podcast today, uh, we just want to say thanks. Uh, Good night. Go drink yourself into being the person you want to be. Or just look in the the mirror and hope to be Matt Best, because that's that's what all of us do. (laughs) No one wants to be that guy.